Hey everybody, welcome to the Media Men Podcast. Grant's drunk. We haven't started yet. Yeah, we have. No, we haven't. Yep. Yep. This is no, the podcast haven't. now. Yep. 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 Nope. Yep. 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 Nope. Mr. S nope. gave Grant a bottle of 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 <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> Mr. S gave Grant a bottle of uh, what's that Japanese drink? Alcoholic one with rice. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> gave 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 me uh, sake, and Mr. S gave me sake. That's still not how that works. All right, Ben Mui, go. the media men classified uh this is our subject wait shit okay listen guys mr s gave me like the, the the mr s and the scientists wanted to see how like i would act under the influence for this movie that's wrong that is fact. He's, in, he, he, he sat. He sat a bottle of sake. In front no, of me he did bed. not. Yes, Grant he did. Got some, Grant got some toilet toilet wine from one of the other inmates. <laughs> he's he's laughing like that because I'm right. <laughs> Shut up, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Well, regardless, I feel bad for you, scientists. Yeah, you gotta deal with this shit this episode. Ah. You have a quota to meet, and this is the only way to meet it. Ah. <laughs> Honestly, th this movie kind of fits the way that I'm acting right now. Yeah, it's a very trippy movie. Oh, and one hundred percent is. Um, so for this, for so everybody, I mean, for the, like you scientists, um, just so you know, this is the movie we reviewed, Shaolin Soccer. I am. Subject Grant. I'm subject to Pooba. 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 Not to be confused with Peebo because that's that's my mascot. Party Peebo. Pooba. <laughs> what? Isn't it gonna be a weird episode whenever I'm the serious one? <laughs> this is this is. I don't know if I like this. <laughs> Well, maybe you should let. We're well, doing it live. God damn it! You should have. You should have. You should have told the the other inmates to not give me that toilet water or wine or whatever it is. From I just know. I just heard rumored that there's toilet wine going around, and I didn't want to be a part of it because that sounds haha <laughs> shitty. Listen, listen, listen. Get it? When we're when you're down here as much as we have been, man. Sometimes you just need a, something to take off the edge. Very true. Very true. So, sorry for you scientists out there, but this is the grant you're getting, and you're going to freaking deal with it. 
So suck it. That's why I've been collecting quarters. Collecting what? Yeah, I've been collecting <laughs> quarters to try and keep myself sane. Okay, <laughs> whatever it makes you sane. Um, and then for ever for you scientists out there, the movie we are reviewing. Shaolin the movie, yeah, the movie that you gave us a review, Shaolin Soccer. I like this movie. I was gonna say, Ben, what are some of your initial thoughts? It's got famine, they can fly. <sighs> well, I guess, I guess a better question would have been, did you ever hear this movie beforehand or anything, or have any experiences with this movie? I watched this movie a million bajillion years ago, and I only remembered bits and pieces of it before I watched it again. And it still is about the same as I remembered it. And what kind of... And what is that? <laughs> Kung Fu Soccer. That's about it. Kung Fu Soccer? Terrible uh, CGI stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and Kung Fu, Kung Fu Soccer. Yeah. I actually watched this movie with my friend Elijah before we were kidnapped. He he actually introduced me to this movie. He was talking about it, and I was like, hey, man, I want to watch this movie. And he was like, sure, come on over. And we watched it. And I was like, huh, that wasn't as like weird as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I'll be honest. Because <laughs> mm, it's still pretty weird. Oh, hands down. It definitely, um, it's definitely not winning any awards. No. But at the same time, I was entertained. Yeah. And before we uh, started recording this stuff for the scientists, I was telling you that it really reminded me of, like, oh, honest, I'm not trying to be, like, racist or whatever, but, like, it really reminded me of, it, it was, like, almost an, almost like a Eastern um, interpretation of, like, a Mel Brooks movie. I'm not gonna lie, I can't tell you a Mel Brooks movie because I probably don't know. I don't usually look at directors. Have you seen... Uh, Spaceballs. Mm. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I figured. I figured that would. I figured that'd do it for you. I could get that. It really reminded me of that, like, um, director style. Like really outrageous, but still satirical. Like a twi twist on. Lots of like wordplay and stuff, or just like really stupid gags. Yeah. S satire and making fun fun of something that's typically taken very serious. Not that Star Wars is super serious, but at the same time, it's more of a serious movie. It's about freaking politics and space wizards. Let's be real. <laughs> or you could look at uh, one of other Mel Brooks movies. Oh, what was it? Oh, I forgot it. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But it, it's it's similar to that. Okay. Or at least a scene from Mel Brooks' movies. It was uh, History of the World. I was going to make a comment. Am I thinking of the right thing? I don't know. What are you thinking of? <laughs> I think I'm thinking of the right thing. Um, Kung Fu Hustle. I, I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. Where it's got like the this hatchet gang and like... It's very silly, stupid, outrageous. But it's still Kung Fu. I can't 100% remember oh we should probably we should probably like talk about shell and soccer but I, this <laughs> yeah i guess kung fu hustle is extremely like um shell and soccer it's very same style kung fu but at the same time make silly stupid joke make fun of 
the idea of gangs and kung fu and like uh, really outrageous like superpower type abilities and whatever else. And one one thing above all, terrible CGI. That and it's all it's it's got the same main character. I was gonna say, isn't it isn't it Stephen Chow or whatever? But yes, Stephen Chow. Stephen Chow. Do you want me to read the 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 DVD box that they gave us? Yes. All right. Here we go, everybody. This is the back of the DVD box or VHS box or whatever in a fight against the gangsters. Sing, who is watched by a previous soccer star, Fung fights his way out, show his powerful martial arts kicking skills. Sing is persuaded to form a soccer team together with his Shaolin comrades for the national soccer tournament with Fung as their coach. Sing and his teammates' talents for Kung Fu are unleashed in the soccer field. Right. I'm just curious what the beginning says because you, (laughs) I did not understand a word of the beginning. Listen, I may be under the influence from the toilet wine, but that is what (laughs) the back of this box says. Wait, why are we having the... The drunk guy read English uh, movie box description of a uh, I hope I hope this is what it is Chinese movie. Well, it's Hong Kong, so I mean Hong Kong movie, whatever. Like it's it already has to be translated from Chinese to English, and then we're having the drunk guy read. That's it. what it says. It says in a fight against the gangsters, Singh, who is washed by a previous soccer star, Fung fights his way out, show his powerful martial arts kicking skills. I don't know what you want from me. Did you say Fum? Like Chum is Fum from SpongeBob? No, F U N G. Fung. Like Kung. Like. Like, Fung Fighting? I, I don't fucking know, dude. I've never in my life heard of Fung Fighting. That sounds like a slur. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's slang? Maybe it's Hong Kong slang for Kung Fu? It still sounds like a slur, and I feel bad just saying it. I wouldn't say it's a slur. I would say it's more of slang. I'm gonna I'm take your word for this. I'm gonna take your word on this. If it's not... I'm gonna kick your ass. Sure, do it. That, I mean, yeah, I mean, the back of this DVD box is, like, 100%. 100% what? 100% describes what the movie is. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was like, 100% what, Grant? Um, It is 100%, Ben. This is a a bona fide movie because the back is 100%. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. You want to get into some fun facts, Ben? Uh, yes. All right. This one is actually a really interesting fun fact. Fun fact number one. In the Italian version, all main characters are dubbed by professional soccer players. Um, I'm not even going to try these names, but they're all professional soccer players, which is actually really cool that they were willing to do something like that. Yeah. Is is there a dub a dub from English? I don't think I've ever seen one. There actually um I thought I heard somewhere that there may have been a dub and that Stephen Chow dubbed his own voice in the American version. 
Interesting. Not not a not a hundred percent, but I think I've heard that. I I don't I did I didn't even know that this came in other uh, languages, but that's cool. No, yeah, it actually really is, especially like people like I guess I guess athletes of that stature willing to lend their voices to something like this is actually really honestly like really cool. All right, fun fact, and number two, this film was banned in mainland China because it did not await certification before being released in Hong Kong. Wait, there has to be a certification? Well, if you know your if if you know your geography and government slash political political party associations, Hong Kong is in a weird state right now. Like it's a city state almost like it's one nation ruled under two forms of government but how how long has this been going on though because this movie probably came out in 1990 late 90s probably well what well, like england gave control so hong kong used to be part of mainland china it used to be part of china and england had very very heavy influence over the area they basically they basically own the area of hong kong it was like under british rule and then eventually i think it was in the 50s or 60s they signed they said that that they would leave hong kong but that hong kong would be able to govern themselves for the next like 50 or 60 years okay but they gave the like land and stuff back to China. I'm not gonna lie, I don't understand a lick of what you're saying. But that's just because I'm stupid. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of political nonsense. I'll leave that to the history major. <laughs> but honestly, Hong Kong is basically its own nation, even though China doesn't want you to know that. Ah, yes. Honestly, the whole situation is kind of effed up, if you ask me. I don't lie. Let's let's kind of be real. That whole side of Asia is kind of messed up, cause like, there you got South Korea, who's got information stuff going on, like they're quote unquote hiding information stuff. I won't go too much into this because I know it's it it can be a very touchy subject, but it's like then you've got the whole idea of cheap labor. And stuff like like terrible labor conditions and stuff like that in China and stuff like it's just it's a bit of a mess right now, but at the same time it's some of the most profitable cities in the whole world. It's a bit it's a bit of a brain fuck, honestly. Yeah, and I don't want to go too deep into politics of this being a movie review, especially for the scientists. Hey, exactly. And so I'm I'm just gonna leave my talk at that but i mean that is interesting that the that, that the movie was banned in china though i mean that's that's, that's kind of interesting uh for all you anime fans out there talking to you i i i know you mm -hmm. george i know you mr scientist george i see you i saw you watching some shit georgie yeah you, you like you like the boat georgie fun fact number three stephen chow said that he was inspired by the animated series Captain, I'm gonna try to say this right, Subasa. Captain Kick. Ben, know. do you know what, or have you ever heard of Captain 
I, if, and I'm going to try to say his name right. I'm sorry if I get this wrong. Have you ever heard of the anime series Captain Tsubasa? No. It's basically a soccer anime. <laughs> like, have you seen, like, any sort of sports animes where the characters have, like, ridiculous superpowers or, like, can do something, like, insane that is, like, inhumanly possible? Well, no. Let's just say I haven't se seen any sports animes. I know it pisses a lot of people off. I haven't even seen Haikyuu. Yes, Carter. F you. Oh! Um, so I'm like, it's safe to say that I have not seen any uh, sports animes with, like, outrageous superpowers because I haven't seen any sports animes. Because I don't want sports. As an anime connoisseur myself. I'm well-versed in anime. I would say that, well, yeah, but you're not inversed in sports anime like moi here. Just don't watch sports. A lot of those sports animes have, like, either multiple characters that have, like, almost supernatural abilities, or they have, like... Actually, you know what? Yeah. Let me rephrase that. Most of these animes have characters that have almost supernatural abilities to excel at that sport, basically. And I think in the... I think in Stephen Chow's, inf like, inspiration behind this movie... I'm pretty sure Captain Subasa also has like almost inhuman capabilities. Like, I'm uh, uh, sorry, some of the characters have inhuman capabilities to play soccer. Yeah, because I mean, the superhero ness, superhuman ability ness, kind of sort of just makes it an anime. It only, yeah, like a live action anime almost. Well, like, most anime stuff is just, hey, I got superpowers. And I'm better than you, and then I'm gonna get beat. But then learn why I got beat, and then beat that guy next time. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's a lot. Of, there's a reason it's its own genre because it's it's tends to have its own formula. Yep, and that that works for itself, and I can't really I can't really hate on that. Mm -hmm. All right, we don't talk about the fan service enemies though. What do you mean? All right, I'll skip on that. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about K. Joe. That's a subject for another time. <laughs> That's a subject we're not going to bring up ever on this. Oh, oh, yes, it will be. Just period. <laughs> period. <laughs> All right. Fun fact uh, number four. This film was released in Stephen Chow's next film, Kung Fu Hustle. During his first appearance in that film. Chow encounters a few boys playing a game of soccer. He stomps on the soccer ball after doing a few tricks, deflating it, and yells, no more soccer. Does he really do that? I haven't seen Kung Fu Hustle in a long time, so I don't 100% ritter. I also haven't seen Kung Fu Hustle, but I do think it's funny that he does reference his previous work, saying that I'm not doing soccer anymore. <laughs> That's actually awesome. I love that. Kung Fu Hustle is as I feel like Stephen Chow movies are like I mean I only know of two of them, but I feel like they're they're essentially the eastern version of Adam Sandler movies. They're terrible, but they're purposefully terrible. But they're at the same time, they're still entertaining. What's the other Stephen Chow movie? Shaolin Soccer and Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, but you haven't seen Kung Fu Hustle in a while, is what you were saying. Yeah. It's um it's like I enjoy watching Adam Sandler. It's stupid, it's supposed to be stupid, but at the same time I 
I find myself very entertained. And it's the same with Stephen Chow movies. Very entertained. Compl- like, so outrageous. It's very satirical. It's It knows it's so outrageous that it's dumb. But I'm still entertained. I'm extremely entertained. Mm-hmm. It, again, like, his, st- at least Stephen Chow's style of movie, at least for the this one movie that I've watched, because I haven't seen Kung Fu Hustle or anything else, almost reminds me of a Mel Brooks style of comedy, but with the Eastern Asian twist to it. Right, right. Which I think, like, this movie's comedy works... I mean, I did think a couple parts were funny, but I think if I were from um, an Eastern Asian descent, I think a lot of this comedy would be even funnier. Probably. It's one of those like culture. It's one of those cultural barriers that's kind of hard to break. Yeah, but they break it pretty well. Yeah, I mean, nothing against this movie. It's it's pretty good. Like even with me being from a Westernized ideology. Yeah. All right. The final fun fact then. Fun fact number five. This film contains a vast amount of Puma product placement. Almost every football boot in this film is Puma. Sorry, is the Puma brand. And almost all of the team's shirts are Puma, along with numerous Puma ads and even a football transforming into a flaming Puma when kicked at high speeds. Yeah, you remember that part? You remember the puma, the 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 soccer ball kick puma? Was that when the guy kicked the? Was that when like the main bad guy team, when he kicked the ball really hard at the goalie and his hands caught on, his like his whole arms caught on fire? No. Oh, that was not that part. That was the part whenever um, the Mister Main character was getting pissed off at um, the new super good. Uh, goalie, evil, evil goalie, and he was oh, like, "Oh yes, and, yes, yes, and then yes, it starts yes. catching on fire, and then it turns into a puma." I'm not gonna lie; I thought it was a bear, but I'm very bear biased. <laughs> you you want to go into the movie numbers? All right. So, this movie cost at least in USD, like United well, States United States dollars. Uh, this 12. movie, what? Twelve. Oh. This movie cost $10 million. Oh, so close. This movie made $42.8 million. If we take and count the multiplication, that means this movie made $22.8 million at the box office. Dang. All right. Yeah. That's respectable. That is respectable. Tanya, Adam Sandler of the mid, of the Eastern culture. <laughs> I'm saying, can't change my mind. So Ben, I guess, uh, what did you like about this movie? It sort of hit every demographic, or sorry, every age group, I should say. Obviously, it wouldn't hit every demographic because a lot of people aren't into foreign movies and whatever else. But it pretty much hit every age group. Like, kids, because it's kung fu, kung fu and soccer. Like, almost every child has played soccer at some point in their Every American child, I should say, has played soccer at some point in their life. Have you played soccer in your life, though, Ben? Yes, I did play oh. soccer. 
Oh, okay. Um, I was not good at it until I hit about high school, and some for some reason, uh, things just clicked, and I was just decent at soccer. I actually played soccer for about seven years. All right. I was okay at it. Not the best, but not the worst. Right. Uh, age groups. It had it had love interests, which hit typically hits the um sort of teenagery demographic. I actually really enjoy the love interest. How sorry I'm kind of taking the segue from you or whatever, but like I really liked how he was in love with the lady that others would perceive as ugly. Like he saw her for her inner beauty almost, not the outer beauty. Um actually I I probably should have said this instead. She's not love interest. Because at one point in the movie, the 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 girl confesses that she likes him, and he's like, "Yeah, I like you too." She's like, "She she says, is this love?" And she, he says, "You're joking, right?" And <laughs> oh my it, god, like it was it was That's so right. heartbreaking. That's it, right, I forgot. It's about so heartbreaking that. because I've been there before, and he just he just genuinely genuinely thinks of her as an amazing person and just wants to be friends with her. Yeah, that's right. I completely forgot. And she she went on a hiatus for a while, which, again, I've been there before. <laughs> it's okay, Ben. It's okay. We're here for you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You reminded me of this. I just need to say, have you seen Mystery Men, the movie? with nope. um? Nope. Ben Stiller? Nope. You have not seen that movie? Nope. Do you know the characters in that movie? Nope. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so real quick, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna look up something. With our limited internet access, Ben, please don't waste it. No, like, I'm I, I I need to send emails. I told you dude. I have a ta- I have an encyclopedia. You forget I have an encyclopedia. Fuck you. Um Grant, I want you to search. And I want you to look at the spleen. Tell me that that does not look like the girl at the beginning of the movie. Uh, similar, but not the same. I felt so bad for thinking that, but then I I stopped feeling bad whenever I realized, oh, she's supposed to look awful. But her inner beauty thing is, like, supposed to be the attraction. Yeah. So I don't feel bad. Whenever, whenever she didn't have all that gross makeup on, she looked very attractive. She was very cute. She was very pretty, and so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna feel bad. But <laughs> I lost my mind whenever I made that connection. Is that, is that something that like you can never like unsee? Is it one of those things where it's like once you made that connection, you couldn't unsee it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As sad as it is. Uh, I want to talk about a couple of my favorite things. Uh, number one, the second brother, is that right? Is that the first brother he goes sees? The one that's, like, part of, like, that, like, uh, bar like or the, whatever? Yeah. The first brother is the head. Um, the second brother is... Oh, wait. Okay, no. Then the first brother, the Iron Head. Yeah. That dude is my spirit animal, dude. Like, dude, he is... <laughs> 
when when they were sitting on the rooftop, like, oh man, none of them are gonna come. And then that dude walked up with like a freaking kimono with like a with smoking a cigar with sunglasses and sandals. Dude, like you walk He walks up in a kimono, a wife beater, underwear, <laughs> sandals, a lit cigarette. And sunglasses. Not a cigarette, and a cigar. He had a cigar. He did. Um, he was the most he still- badass. He was the most badass motherfucker out of the, what, six of them? But only whenever he realized that he was the head. He was the biggest, the biggest lame at the beginning of the movie. Then it just, then once he turned it on, he turned it on. Dude, he was an absolute. That dude was my spirit animal in this movie, man. I, I, I will strive to be like him. The six was probably um. Well, what brother was he? He was the he was the breakdancing boy. Well, oh, no. The, wait, was that the one that would do the air swipes? Like that breakdancing move, the air swipes. Yeah. He. I'm, okay. He's he was my second favorite. As as much as I thought he was a um. As much of a badass as he was, whenever he had no like, he did not look like a badass. <laughs> um, the uh, the goalie guy, um, dude, uh, I re- dude, I really liked him. Dude, he was he was he awesome. Was awesome. He's, he's probably my favorite. I changed my mind. He reminded me of Scott's. Have you seen the? If if you scientists haven't seen this, go look up Scott Sterling on YouTube because that scene when he stopped like eight shots. That reminded me of Scott Sterling. <laughs> the outfit that they were in whenever they were playing the whenever they had their unif like their official uniforms. Yeah. I can't I couldn't I couldn't help but look up him as the bride from Kill Bill. Oh! Oh yeah, dude, he did look like Kill Bill wearing that yellow and black outfit. Uma, Uma Thurman. Yep. Uma Thurman. I she she was everywhere for a while. I kinda miss I kinda miss Uma Thurman. She was I dope. mean, the, there was even that, like, what was it, that, that Fallout Boy song about Uma Thurman? Yeah. She makes me dance like Uma Thurman, baby, wait till I'm ready. You don't think I still listen to Fallout Boy? You're wrong. I listen to Fallout Boy all the time. But no, anyways, like, the second brother was amazing. I loved him. He's my spirit animal. Also, number two, I love how this was, like, almost a, a parody of a parody like how it's like a mel brooks movie but just an eastern adaptation of it which i'm a huge mel brooks fan and to see that his like comedic style was able to transfer not only in the united states but like worldwide is just amazing to me yeah kung fu hustle is very much like that too it's very much the same style. I don't know if it's the same director or anything, but it's very, very much the same style. Mm-hmm. It's astounding. Plus, again, Stephen Cho, Chow, Chow, Stephen Chow in that movie uh, still does the, he's still the main character, still the kung fu thing, but it's still very silly, goofy, satirical, Mel Brooks style. Yeah. That's why I like that movie. It's a good movie. Stupid movie. Good movie. All right, Ben. What did you not like about this movie? One thing that I liked but didn't like was um, whenever they all of a sudden just a, a switch flipped and they could use their powers. Yeah. Like, 
I liked that because they had gotten like they had gotten the shit beat out of them and they had learned their humility and whatever else. But at the same time, it's very cop outy. I feel like it's like, wow, I just got absolutely destroyed. Now I'm going to destroy them. I mean, that's that's her classic like anime esque style movie where the hero gets defeated early on and then it's like, oh wait, I if I do this and this, I will be better than the villain throughout the rest of the movie. <laughs> it didn't even do anything. It, it was just like, wow, I just put underwear on my head. Now it's time to kick ass. Grant your spirit animal put underwear on his head. Yeah, so what? So what? Yeah, you want to put underwear on your you want your 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 uh quote unquote spirit animal to have underwear on his head. He's still a badass, bro. Badass with underwear on his head. He's still an absolute Chad. A Chad who had his head beaten over with bottles of like what what was that? Beer? Uh sparkling water? Whatever but at the it, beginning. But did it affect him? No, because he's iron head. Yeah. And Mr. Goalie Man could stop uh, a bajillion balls in the matter. Well, what did he do? He put all of the shoes that were kicked at him on the ball, made them stick in the matter of 0.2 seconds, and then threw it back at everybody. Yeah, threw 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 it back at Mister Ironfoot, and then he kicked him back at everyone. I want to see Ironhead do that. Dad bod looking head. He could probably get, like, hit in the head really hard and be fine. Like, you know how football players get, like, concussions all the time? He could probably take one of those hits and not even feel a thing. I also get concussions all the time. But not anymore because I'm our Iron Head. <laughs> Ooh, Iron Head, Iron Head mentality. Actually, though, my, my reputation on the wrestling team is having the hardest head in the world. It was because we're 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 underground now kidnapped uh anyways something that i didn't like about this movie uh i feel like like how i said earlier how i liked it being like a mel brooks thing like how it's like almost like a parody movie i think i'm falling ill to that cultural barrier where i don't really think it's funny and more just weird yeah I mean, it's that's just a cultural thing. I don't think that's the movie's fault because it wasn't really catered to um, Americans and people of Western culture. It's just how it's just how it happened. I mean, I wouldn't say it wasn't catered to a Western culture. I, I wouldn't say the movie it it was its intended audience. Yes, 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 yes. That's what that's what I should have said. Because that's like America making a movie for like China, but then like not playing it in like America at all. <laughs> what? You what? mean America? You mean America make, making a movie for America, but then not releasing it in China? Sure. I actually I don't know where I was going at that point. <laughs> I think I think I nailed it on the head for you. Okay. Sure. <laughs> But like that, and but then they also have like a lot of like, I don't know. I didn't really like that one scene in the beginning of the movie when like they broke out into song and dance for like that girl. Yeah, they did that a couple times. Yeah, I, like I didn't like like that a whole lot. Yeah, 
That was that was interesting. Or like when him and like Ironhead like broke out into song and dance, like just absolutely randomly. Like I don't know. It just felt like out of place. Well, the 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 uh, Iron Foot and Ironhead breaking it out into song and dance wasn't exactly out of place. It it didn't fit, but it was it was because the Mister Man had a job to do, and that was the only way, or that that was the way to. That was the idea of the brother because they had just sang a song about Shaolin or using Shaolin soccer, whatever Shaolin kung fu or whatever. And so it's like, wow, I found a way to spread Shaolin kung fu, and it's through song and dance because these guys did the thing with me. Wow. <laughs> That's somebody who I didn't like. I did not like uh, Golden Leg or whatever. Golden Leg or Iron Leg. Because those are those are two different people. Golden leg, the uh, the coach, the, the coach, the coach. coach. Okay. I didn't like him. I felt like his motivations were all about him and not about the group as a whole. Well, at the end, it became more about the group as a whole. But at the same time, that was that was a flip of a switch. That didn't. That just sort of happened. It didn't have a rhyme or a reason. It just sort of happened. Yeah. And and maybe you could argue that it happened. It happened because they they learned to grow as a team and they started uh, bonding and meshing or whatever. But it just to me it seemed very flip of a switch. It didn't fit. I've watched a lot of those, I've seen a lot of those uh, sports bonding movies where the team is bad in the beginning, but then they get better and better. And I think there are other movies out there that have done that genre better than this movie did, I will say. Like, uh, Major League did a very good job about that. Uh, Little Big League, they they had something similar to that. Okay, which I think was a better version. Um, was Kicking and Screaming with Will Ferrell one of those types of movies? Yeah. Um, he he was at first he was like, man, I just want to coach my son's team, and then it turned into. Win at all costs. Uh, kill someone. Raw, raw, raw. Then it turned into, oh, I forgot about the the kids' enjoyment. They're crying and whatever else. So whatever I taught you in the past, like fifteen minutes, do the opposite. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I just felt like there are other movies that did a better portrayal of that style where it's a bad team at first and then they get better at the end. Like it's, it's almost like what you said, the other movies that I've seen like this almost like a natural progression where this one was like a flip of a switch. Yeah. Like it was such a flip of a switch that beforehand, like it was probably five minutes before they realized their powers. Um, they were, they were sitting there doing the whole like little kid. Ooh, I did this one super cool trick and juked out this guy, so I'm gonna do nothing but that. And <laughs> like going going for that constantly and like 
moving their feet over the ball really cringe and everything for like a whole two minutes straight. They went from that to, wow, I'm going to straight up kung fu this ball right into your face. Yep. In in a matter of five minutes. And so, yeah, it was yeah. just, no, no. And then they, and then they like ended up running the whole tournament too <laughs> without like yeah. any sort of competition almost until like the, until like the final battle. Hey, hey, hey. They had one competition whenever they faced the quote unquote dudes. Oh, that was so funny. That was probably my favorite team in the whole thing. There's a bunch of girls with fake mustaches on. That was so funny. It was good marker drawn on them. That was that was pretty funny. That reminded me of the movie uh I'm gonna get you sucko when they're doing the fight scene with, like, the mom from the movie, but then they have, like, the stunt double clearly in there, like, actually fighting the people. <laughs> but anyways, all right, Ben, let's rate this movie. Final thoughts and give us a rating, Ben. Final thoughts. Kung Fu's cool. I wish yep. I had the time and patience to do it. I'd say rating of probably... Say, uh, five, five and a half out of ten. 5.5? 5. 5. Wow, okay. Yeah. I would not watch this movie again for a long time. At the same time, again, I was entertained. Okay. For me, I guess some final thoughts on this movie was... I feel like there was almost a cultural barrier that I was trying to get through. And I was really trying to get through it because of, like... I'm a fan of like I shouldn't say a, like a huge fan, but like I'm a I'm a small fan of like foreign movies because I like to see what other nations try to do with like their films. I find it kind of interesting instead of seeing just the generic Hollywood side of it. And yeah, I I tried to enjoy this movie. A lot of the comedy just wasn't really sticking to me. And kind of like what you said, it almost was like a flip of a switch. Like when they went from like not really that good to like the best team in the whole tournament sort of thing. And that kind of turned me off as well. I did enjoy the little, I guess, friendship and not love interest between the two, between uh, Stephen Chow and the girl. Yeah. That was, that was, that, 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 that was nice. I actually really did enjoy that. And kind of, I guess the message behind it where, it's, you should look at the inner beauty and not the outer beauty of one. Yeah. Did you get to the point where they beat the evil team? Oh, yeah, I got to that point. Are we not going to talk about how the girl was obviously wearing a bald cap? But she, <laughs> straight, she looked like she was from Eggheads, the movie, or Coneheads. Oh, Coneheads? Oh, yeah, she totally did. <laughs> <laughs> The Stephen Chow calls her out and she says, Why do you look like DT? E no! Phone home! You gotta get out of here! You're not allowed to play! <laughs> I lost it. Yeah. But um, I guess those are some of my final thoughts on the movie. It's a fantastic movie, and I think if um I were more well-versed in an Eastern Asian culture, I think it would be even better. But as from my perspective on what I'm reviewing it as, I would have to give this movie probably a, probably a six. 
So a movie that I don't plan on watching for maybe a really, really long time, if if ever again. <laughs> yeah. But our average for this movie is a 5.75. So, I mean, in the reality of scaling, I'm a little bit above the middle of the road. Yeah. Which is probably where I would really place this movie. Honestly, yeah, it was pretty, pretty average movie. Again, entertaining, just really, just purposefully bad. Mm-hmm. Did purpose, purposefully stupid jokes, purposefully stupid uh, whatevers. All right, Ben, before we close out for our scientist buddies, you got a Hot Wheel of the Week for us? Oh, shoot, I got to go get it. I'll be right back. Hold on. Oh, my God. Shut up. Okay, you ready? Yes. All right. Uh, so this one is hard to describe the shape. It's very old school. It looks like... The combination of a caddy and a convertible. And by... Oh, sorry. No. Not a caddy. A hearse and a convertible. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. But also very race car-ish. It's... It's like... it. It's fat. It's fat at the bottom... At, at the back. Then it narrows out into a point progressively. To the, to the front, obviously. Mm-hmm. And... It's Walgreens. It's a Walgreens car. Oh, it's the Phaeton. P-H-A-E-T-O-N. Phaeton. And it's got these cool... It's, it's all crimson. And it's got these cool white stripes coming from the front to the back of the hood with little golden accents. They're white stripes. They're, they're with golden accents. And the wheels are like... Lightning McQueen wheels after he gets after he like comes to terms with the fact that Radiator Springs is his home. So like black black rubber but white paint on the outside, and it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's, it's it's one of my favorite cars. I've had this car for a long time, long time, so so long. Nice. And and it's again it's very very vintage looking. By hearse, I mean there's lots of space in the back, and it's it's almost like you could fit a dead body in the back. Oh God! Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's that car. Nice. The Phaeton. Okay. Well, I guess with that, I guess. Uh, hey, you scientists out there! Um, if you were to follow us on our old uh Instagram page. I guess not old, but I guess still currently around because I'm not gonna get rid of it because fuck you guys. Uh, I guess at the Medium and Pod on Instagram, um, or if you guys are bored again because Mr. S sucks and you're just listening to us ramble and probably don't even care and just want to read the report, you can listen to some of our old episodes on. Apple Podcasts. I know you guys has, I know you all got some apples up there. Uh Google Podcasts, Spotify, or even if you guys got some whack Chinese ripoff phone, maybe whatever other podcast platform you listen to. Can I have an apple? I'm hungry. No. Mr. S only gives us mush. It's seasoned mush. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're not wrong. Damn straight.
Uh, but anyways, my name is Subject Grant. And I'm Subject Pooba. Don't worry, I didn't uh, forget. Booba. No, not boobs. Not boobas. Pooba.